Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is the HR Mentor. This past week, a recruiter reached out to me on LinkedIn and sent me a job posting to look at. I'm, of course, not looking for a new job, but I took a peek at it just in case it was an opportunity for someone in my network. Yes, I actually do this. It's another great reason to be networking all the time. So I looked at the job posting, and it seemed to be missing some key details, details I would want to know more about, including who the organization was, which is not unusual when you hire a recruitment firm to not have that advertised. But I replied to the recruiter, thanked them for sending the job posting to me, and then I asked my questions. They were able to provide the missing details, which was awesome. But even after learning more about this role, I couldn't understand why anyone would want this job. Well, I shouldn't say it like that. I couldn't see any reason that I would want this job. I won't go into the details, but essentially it required someone to work an unnatural number of hours in an industry that I would probably never choose to work in. The posting also didn't include any details of the value proposition or the why would anyone want to apply for this job elements. So I went back to the recruiter one more time just to clarify that the hours of work were what was posted because, again, it seemed excessive to me. And the individual came back and said that the position pays very, very well. They shared the number with me, or at least a ballpark. And I can't disagree, this is a very well-paid job, but I still couldn't understand why anyone would want the job. I had a very visceral reaction to the whole thing. It seemed to frustrate me that an employer would ask someone to work this number of hours for a temporary role, especially given everything we've been through with the pandemic and figuring out work-life balance. But in any case, it, it really bothered me. I was also a little bit frustrated that the information I needed wasn't presented and the ad was a little bit misleading about what the purpose of the job was. So lacking a value proposition, reading this as someone with a recruitment background, someone that teaches recruitment, it was a frustrating experience. Then I paused and I asked myself, why does this bother me so much? I'm not considering the job, but it it really did seem to cause a reaction in me. And after thinking about it for a little bit, I realized that this is my values and the clarity of my purpose at work here. The role, the industry, the hours of work, they all clashed with my values and my beliefs. And no amount of money, my friends, can ever make up for that. I would be miserable in this role. Again, I wasn't considering it for myself, but it was a really good check-in on what's important to me from a career and life perspective. All that said, someone else might look at this job and go, wow, this is my dream job. They have different values than me and a different life purpose, and maybe this position would align perfectly for them. I don't know that person, but they could be out there. Now, you might find yourself currently in a situation where you're in a role, an organization, or an industry that's 
causing you some pain and discomfort, or perhaps you just feel apathetic and a lack of satisfaction with where you're at. How do you know? Well, how do you feel on Monday morning? Do you want to get out of bed and help make your organization better for the people that work there? Or do you have to convince yourself that getting out of bed is worth the effort? Do you feel respected and valued? And at the end of the day, are you making an impact or do you feel like you're making an impact? Maybe you really love your organization and the industry that you're working in, but you kind of feel like you've accomplished all you can in your current role and you're ready for more. This is a pretty normal occurrence in most people's career journey. I myself have been there a couple of times, and I want to reassure you that this doesn't mean you picked the wrong career or that you even have to leave your organization. But what it might mean is that it's time to level up your career alignment. Whatever the reason, if you aren't feeling a level of joy, excitement, or let's get this done attitude, you could be ready for a new challenge, a new opportunity, or just maybe a different path for your career. And I promise you, like the job the recruiter sent me, a salary increase is not going to be enough to give you that. So today I want to talk about some steps that you can take to really dig into your satisfaction or lack of get up and go and get yourself on a path to level up your career alignment so that when Monday rolls around, the only thing you need to convince yourself of is that you really did create this dream job all by yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. Okay, so in order to level up your career alignment, there are a few things you need to do so that your effort and your time is focused in the most perfectly aligned direction. Now I have five steps that are a bit of a combination or mashup of gap analysis, self-awareness, and positive visualization. Yeah, I like to take the best of all the techniques I've learned and roll them up into one big powerful process. So here's what I recommend you do. The first thing is to know what's important to you, what is really important to you in your life and in your career. Then I want you to imagine how changes in your professional life could create greater alignment to what is important to you. Next, you're going to consider what's not working for you right now. And this is where you have to get really honest with yourself. What are you accepting that you shouldn't be? And what's holding you back from what you want? Then you're going to brainstorm all the ways you can bridge that gap from having a career that's focused on what's really important to you and where you are right now. Finally, pretty simple, you're going to make a plan with deadlines and then you're going to slay it. So let's start with finding out what's really important to you. For those of you who are regular listeners to this podcast, you probably know where I'm going to go with this one because I talk about self-awareness practices a lot. But for this process, I'm going to ask you to go a little bit further than your values and your strengths. 
Yes, I do want you to be super clear on what you value because they will tell you if a current or future opportunity is off for you or not aligned with your happiness. And I always want you to double down on what you're good at. So strengths are key. But let's say you know what you value and you have a good handle on your strengths. What else is important to knowing what's important to you? To help figure that out, I'm going to give you some questions that you can ask yourself. I want you to grab a pen and paper and hit pause as you need to as I go through them. To begin with, I want you to look around and think about the people and experiences in your life that bring you the most joy. Yes, joy. When are you at your happiest? What are you doing? Who are you with? Take a few moments and answer those questions. And I'm not talking about who you're with at work or what you're doing at work, but just in general in your life, what makes you the happiest? Then I want you to think about the people in your life that you look up to and who inspire you. What do you find motivating or inspiring about them? What does their life look like from your perspective? And what draws you in to want to work with them, be like them, spend time with them. Think really broadly about this one. Next, if you were to teach something, what would that be? This is a really good question to ask yourself because usually we want to teach things we feel strongly about or passionate about. Or you could ask yourself, what are people always asking you for help with? Those are things that you might naturally be drawn to work on or to teach. Another good question is, are there any causes that you believe strongly in? What do you see happening in the world that makes you angry or frustrated? And what would you like to see changed or fixed? Finally, what would you regret not doing with your life when you're in your final days? If you're looking back, what is it that you really feel like you want to accomplish before you're done here? These questions can help you really tap into what's important and what really drives you in your life. Next, I want you to look back on what you wrote down and expand on your writing if you want to explore any of these areas more fully. Then try to summarize a list of what you feel is really important to you in your life based on how you answered the questions. The next thing I want you to do is a bit of positive visualization and daydreaming. Ask yourself, given your talents, values, and strengths, how could you infuse more of any of these passions or themes for what is important to you into your career path? You could frame it this way to yourself. Just let the writing flow. If my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be, and then fill in the blank. Here's some examples to help you get started. Maybe you would begin by saying, if my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be home for dinner every night. If my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would not be working weekends so I can do fun things with my friends. If my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be making a difference in my community. 
If my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be helping to slow down or stop climate change. If my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be spending more time doing something related to sports. Doesn't matter what it is for you, just write down as many ideas as you can with the prompt, if my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be. And of course, you can always go back to your values list, your strengths list, and the list of things you just created that are really important to you in your life. Try not to pick a specific job that you would be doing, but answer these questions in a more general way based on what's important to you. Another example, if something like racial equality is really important to you because it makes you angry to see it happen, if you yourself have experienced it, then you might say, if my career was more aligned with what's important to me, I would be educating others and improving racial equality in workplaces and society. I didn't write down a specific job. I just wrote it in a very general sense. Now, once you have an idea of how your career could be more aligned with what's important to you and your values, then I want you to really look at what's getting in the way of moving you towards that or preventing you from being there right now. Think about what you're accepting in your life and your career right now that keeps you from working more in alignment with what you feel is important. Let's take time with family and friends as an important element for you and something that brings you a lot of joy. Maybe right now you're working in a job that requires you to work a lot of overtime and on weekends. So you can write down working weekends or working too many hours is getting in the way of what you want. Another example could be our sports one. Let's say sports are really important to you, playing them and being involved. You're super passionate about it. Your work hours or your travel schedule could be preventing you from playing sports. And maybe you're working for an organization that has nothing to do with any sport, but you really want it to be. You could write that down. And let's take the importance of racial equality as a final example. Let's say that what you're accepting is working for an organization that discriminates in its hiring practices, and you never speak up about it because you don't feel like you have a voice, or you live in a community that you feel unsafe in. Write down as much as you can for as many of your career statements as possible. Now I want you to look at where you want to be and what's getting in your way so you can start to brainstorm all the possible options you have for addressing this gap. Now you know the rules of brainstorming. I don't want you to censor anything that you're writing down. Everything is a possibility. And the more ideas you put down on paper, even if they seem wild at first, the better. Let's go back to our sports statement. Let's say we want to be playing sports more and working in some way related to sports. So we come up with this brainstorm list of ways we can bridge that gap. You might write down, well, I love HR, but I also love sports. So maybe I could look for opportunities to work for a sports team. Yeah, they hire HR people. Maybe you write down, I'm going to look for volunteer opportunities to coach in my community. 
you still have travel as an issue with your lifestyle. So perhaps you write down to find a job that requires less travel so that I can play more sports. Or maybe you want to infuse sports into your daily activity at work. So you write down, I'm going to look into starting an intramural sports group in my organization. Maybe there's a park nearby or you have access to a gym. I do know there are a lot of similar setups and organizations I've worked for, so it's not impossible. Whatever your ideas are, just write down as many options as you can and pretend that barriers like location and money are not part of the equation at this point. Just let yourself dream up as many ideas as you can, even if you think some of them are a little bit out there. Now, when you get to the last part of this process, plan and slay, this is where you can start to get a bit more discerning about your ideas. But I still wouldn't throw anything out because you never know what could happen in the future. So go through your list of ideas and look at what would be the most feasible and the fastest to implement. Start there and then take each of your options one by one and make a list of all the things that you can do that would help you move forward to implementing that plan. Now, before you say, I don't know how to start an intramural sports group where I work, I want to share one of the most powerful action steps you can take, and that is to ask for help. If you don't know how to tackle anything on your list, the first action step you should write down is to be asking someone for help. You don't know who to ask? Well, then your first action step is to figure out who to ask for help. There is no excuse for not knowing how to do something. I can guarantee there is someone out there that has done what you want to do. If there isn't, there are always clues in the all-powerful Google to help you get started. Look, I have taught myself how to do many things just by searching through YouTube videos and Google. So do that. And listen, if you never ask, the answer is always no. So if you get nothing out of today's episode but that point, I'm a happy camper. Asking for help is perfectly acceptable and also necessary. You have some lofty career plans that might require significant changes to your life and your lifestyle. For example, if in order to address one of your gaps and really feel satisfied in your career, you feel you need to physically move, reach out to people where you think you need to move to and find out if that location really does offer what you're looking for. Don't make any assumptions. If you're not sure how to find someone, go to LinkedIn or Facebook. Find a group about that community or someone you know who's a connection of someone you know and ask a few questions. Most people will be more than willing to help as long as you're respectful and genuine in your ask. I know my old neighborhood had a community group or has a community group on Facebook, and I see posts from people all the time who are moving to the area asking about schools, places to buy a house, things about the neighborhood that they might want to know. It's a perfect way to get information. Now, if your plan is to have a greater impact in your HR role and carve out a more satisfying HR career, 
One thing I would like you to add to your plan is to get on the wait list for my upcoming HR Career Academy program. It's going to be launching this fall and there will be special bonuses for anyone on the wait list at launch time. You can find the link to join in the show notes at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode 35. Okay, let's summarize this process that I've put together for you. So if you want to level up your career alignment, the first thing you need to do is get really clear on what's important to you. Go through the question prompts, write things down, and take some time to actually think about what brings you joy. The second thing you need to do is imagine how those changes in your professional life could create greater alignment to what's important to you. So if your career was more aligned, what would that look like? And really let yourself imagine this. Then move on and consider what's getting in the way right now. What's not working for you? What are you accepting in your life and in your career that's holding you back from being fulfilled, satisfied, and happy? Then start to brainstorm all the ways you can bridge that gap. And don't censor yourself. Write down as many possible ideas as you can. And then finally, you're going to make a plan. You're going to set some deadlines and you're going to get on with it. There is no time like right now to be leveling up your career. Look, the important thing is that you do make a plan, set yourself some deadlines, and get at it. The first result you're going to see when you do this is that you feel better about being in forward motion, and that's going to create momentum for more of that. Living and working in ways that rob you of your joy, happiness, and satisfaction are absolutely no fun. And the longer you do that, the less motivated you may become to make changes. So do something to move yourself towards greater career alignment today. Okay, and if you need some help identifying your values, add listen to episode three of the HR Mentor to your list. And Don't just listen to it. Fill out the worksheet. It's right there to help guide you through the process. You can find this at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode dash three. As always, I really want to thank you so much for listening and for your time today. If you really love this podcast or even like it a lot, I would love it if you would share a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean. And if you have a topic you would like me to talk about on this show, send me a DM wherever you follow on social media. I really want you to enjoy the process of figuring out what's important to you and how you can align your career with that. I really feel like the joy you will get when you do this is going to be overwhelming for you. I know it has made such a difference in my life, both professionally and personally. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Bye for now.